You're listening to This Hong Kong Life, a podcast of stories and conversations with everyday youth across Hong Kong. Every week, we bring you episodes that reflect the unique bilingual nature of our city's culture, sharing the voices and thoughts of young people growing up and living in the city we call home. Hi, guys, and welcome to season two of This Hong Kong Life. Uh, we're very excited because it's our summer season, and our theme, obviously, because it's summer, we are going to be talking about My Summer Vibes, how do we normally use our vacation, our times off, uh, what have we learned, experienced, etc., etc. Um, today, to start off uh, with the show, we have our very first guest, and her name is Sumi. Sumi, welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me here. Yeah, it's a pleasure, and you are our very first guest uh, for this season. Um, oh wow! Yes, um, yeah. do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi everyone, my name is Sumi. I am a Nepalese born and raised in Hong Kong, and I gra- I graduated from University of Hong Kong a year ago, and right now I am working as a project manager in a social enterprise in Hong Kong, uh, also focusing on like. Providing accessible and affordable education to the marginalized groups in Hong Kong. I'm starting in August, so super excited for that. Oh, that's cool! And is this your first job uh, coming out of university, or it's a new gig that you're doing? So I was teaching for a year, uh, but then it was very irregular, and because of you know everything that's happening around, um, like I had a lot of gaps in between. So it was more like a very on and off, on and off kind of thing, and then I just ran into this job opportunity like I think a month ago, and I was like, "Yes, I'm gonna work on this." So yeah, yeah that's, that's how I got here. That's really cool. I mean, like everybody right now who are graduating this year are kind of freaking out because yeah, like, oh, there's no jobs. It's so hard to find. Yeah. So really amazing that you got one last month. Congratulations! Thank you. I'm really lucky actually. <laughs> Yeah. Were you born in Hong Kong? Are your parents, you know, were your parents born here as well? Um, so my mom was born here, but uh, she spent all of her life in Nepal. Okay. And uh, yeah, and then they came to Hong Kong with my brother, and then I was born here. But again, I went back to Nepal for I think two or three years when I was really young, and then came here I think primary three. Yeah, oh, and then I've been yeah. here since then. I see. So, so you're actually. I mean, would you call yourself a second, third generation, a first generation Nepalese Hong Konger? Mm, technically, I feel like considering that my grandparents were also here. Technically, I would want to say third generation, but if you're really looking at it uh, from a logical perspective, then I would say first generation because, or actually maybe second generation because. I guess I'm the first one who got to really grow up here with the culture, right, and just like your mom kind of yeah. went back to Nepal, didn't she? Yeah, and they came here in their I think mid twenties, mm. so they already had their own identity, right? But then for me, like growing up here, I formed my own identity that was yeah. a little bit different from like I guess my family. Yeah, and what is what yeah. does that look like for you? You know, yeah, growing up here. So I like to use this term uh, "sandwich generation." I don't even know if <laughs> that's like that. a proper thing. That's but cool. You you can term it. <laughs> okay, I, I coined it. Yeah, <laughs> 2020 by Sumi. <laughs> um, so sandwich generation in the sense that I do feel strongly about, I guess, my parents' generation, the culture, the family tradition, the Nepalese culture. 
But at the same time, I also strongly feel about um, what came after them. So basically, I don't know if I should call it the Hong Kong culture or just like more of a um, more of like international culture. Mm, uh, I like feel like there's here in the city. Yeah, mm. yeah, exactly. And there's a fine balance between it. Of course, it has its challenges, you know, the ideological differences, mindset, the values and stuff. But I like to see it as a privilege because I can see both sides. And, you know, I can like take the best things out of the both worlds and then kind of combine it. Mm. So, yeah. That's really cool. I mean, yeah. I think that, you know, the benefits of, you know, sometimes growing up in a different culture as your mm -hmm. parents is that, you know, you get to have a bit more diversity at home. But at the yeah. same time, it also means that you guys come from different perspectives, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So Are you there... get to like, yeah, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. You just get to like see things from both an outsider and an insider perspectives. Uh, no matter which community I'm looking at, either Nepalese community or like the Hong Kong community. So yeah, it's 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 interesting. So how would you sum up what the Nepalese Hong Kong community looks like? Ooh, I, <laughs> is that a big question? <laughs> um, I just don't know where to start. All right, Maybe well, think. well, let's start with like, for example, you know, well, what's your last name? Uh, my last name is Gurung. Okay, so. so that's a, there's I I mean from our work with, at Kelly we, we meet yeah. a lot of young people from ethnic minority backgrounds who are whose last names are Gurong. So does that mean that there's a huge Gurong family actually that are here in Hong Kong? Um, so basically, it's a very strongly tied community, uh, like especially for Gurongs because it's such a large group in Hong Kong and even mm -hmm. back in Nepal actually, but especially mm -hmm. in Hong Kong because uh, when the British Army was recruited and brought to Hong Kong, a lot of them were uh, Gurungs. So there is like a lot of family, Gurung families living in Hong Kong. And for the Gurung people, their caste, like their identity as a Gurung is very, very strong. I see. Um, yeah, I mean, like, it's kind of extreme to be honest. <laughs> but uh, I guess what good comes out of it is that there's that community support. Mm. So let's say, for example, if somebody got into university from one of the Gurung families, right? Like, oh, my, my son got into university, then the entire community will like congratulate them and honor them like in a gathering or something. Wow, that's so, really yeah. cool. So tell us a little bit like how, what did you study when you were in university? And, you know, did, did your family have a lot to do with what you studied? I went to this school called Poland Co and Poland College. And in, in my high school years, I really liked writing and just reading books. Um, and I was like, I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to take in university. But then for some reason, the HKU journalism course sounded so ideal to me. So I think since Form 4, I knew that that's where I wanted to go. And um, yeah, my, my school like really prepped us so hard for the HKDSE and my parents were super supportive about it as well. And yeah, for four years, we I did HQ journalism. I learned a lot of um, video editing, interviewing skills, and just, you know, like how to become like a people person. So yeah, it was great. Definitely the best four years of my life. Oh, that's really cool. So tell me, when you got into university, what happened? <laughs> first of all, I kind of screamed to myself <laughs> when I first saw the result. Cause, yeah, because um, yeah, my brother and I, we are also the first ones 
uh, to get into university. Oh, uh, my family, thank you. <laughs> like my family, all um, I think they stopped their education after secondary.、Mm. Um, yeah, my mom couldn't study as well because like she had my brother. Right. So my entire family, like we have a big family, but entire family. Nobody got into uni or college before, so this was a pretty big deal for us.、Mm, um, sure. Yeah, I was just really grateful. Like、mm-hmm. even until now, like I have to pinch myself sometimes. Like, <laughs> wow, like I got to experience so much through these four years. Yeah,、um, yeah, yeah. Super grateful for like everything that's happened. Yeah. So did did was there a party thrown in、uh, your honor? <laughs> I mean, yeah, like my my dad's part of the community, like the I guess the committee and stuff. Okay. So they invited our families. Sometimes, like they would be like, "Oh, let's congratulation our daughter," blah blah blah. Like that's because that was like also a big deal for them.、Mm. Um, really grateful for that. But yeah, it, it's good to see that there are more younger people who are going after their dreams and actually valuing education. Um, yeah. So I wouldn't say like I'm the only special one,、mm. but I'm just grateful to be part of this generation who's slowly making it into, you know, the university life or like just making the dreams come true. Yeah, no, absolutely. And just like even hearing you say earlier that, you know, even by the time you were in form four, you kind of had an idea of where you were going to go, what you wanted to do. Yeah. That- That you were able to get into university and actually be able to pursue that, like that's really quite incredible. Because, you know, sometimes you know we we talk about you know young people having dreams and whether or not they're able to follow them. I feel like、yeah. you know it sounds like you are certainly somebody who was able to do that. I somehow made it. Yeah. <laughs> somehow graduated last year. Yeah. So to all of、yeah. those out there, you know, who are in Form Four and trying to figure out, you know, whether or not you can follow your dreams,、uh, Sumi is a great example that you know you can definitely do. What's、oh, the secret sauce? You. you know, did you utilize your summers? Is that is that the secret sauce? <laughs> oh my God! You should see how miserable I was. No, I'm just kidding. Because.、Um, <laughs> The thing is, our school is they heavily emphasized on academics. I remember the first day of Form Six, my class teacher came into the room and he's like, "You guys have no more time to waste. This is now or never." And I got so freaked out that me and my friend we ran into the library in the recess and like signed up for the study room just to like <laughs> yeah. And then I think we gave up our phones. I was using this really、um, crappy Nokia phone for a year, yeah, <laughs> just to like not distract myself. Wow,、um, that's dedication. You put away your smartphone. And got a Nokia one so that you can concentrate. I don't know where I got that power from back then,、wow. but to be honest, I think it was fear as well because I did have expectations on myself and my family as well. So for me, it was almost like, yeah, as my teacher said, now or never. That's how it turned out. Sumi, it sounds like a lot of pressure as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's good and bad. No, actually, it's、mm-hmm. mo- mostly good because before I used to see that as like kind of stressful、mm-hmm. and. And sometimes, even now, like I still feel stressed and a little bit pressurized.、Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like you know, my parents—the the reason why they have these expectations on me—is that so that I can have a better life,、mm-hmm. so that I don't have to, I guess, go the same path as they did, because、mm-hmm. they didn't have a choice, but I have a choice right now. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Very cool. Thanks for listening. This Hong Kong Life is an initiative of Kelly Support Group. We are a youth organization empowering young people to reach their full.